0: Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI USLC.
1: Hello and welcome to Business Life. Coming up, auditing and accounting firm KPMG Focus Ghana's economy to grow more
2: in 2024. That we, we are likely to double our real GDP growth that we've targeted at 1.5%. So 2024 seems to be quite um, a year that we anticipate a lot of the uh, policies to have the real effect and impact that we have.
1: Economist Dr. Patrick is assuming optimistic that the projected decline of public debt to 87% will impact the economy positively.
3: In terms of where this is coming from, I think the fiscal consolidation itself, you know, wouldn't have been expected to achieve that much. But because of the debt restriction that we are doing, I think the debt should come down.
1: And Ghana to benefit from elevated gold prices in 2024 and 2025. These are many more coming your way in the next 30 minutes. Do stay. Welcome, my name is Emma Davis. Let's settle for the details. Ghana would benefit from elevated gold prices in 2024 and 2025. According to rating agency Fitch, gold prices will average at $2,000 per ounce during the forecast period. Here's more in this report.
4: In a report titled Global Gold Mining Relative Credit Analysis, Fitch said the gold producer's 2023 sector credit outlook is stable, supported by healthy balance sheets. According to the UK-based firm, the gold producer financial metrics remain strong for respective ratings partially driven by a period of high gold prices beginning in 2020. Again, gold prices have been resilient despite raising real interest rate beginning in 2022 supported in part by geopolitical factors. The precious metal has been trading high this year, going for a little above $1,900 per ounce. According to the Bank of Ghana, gold continued to dominate the total value of exports recording $4.6 billion in the first eight months higher than the $4.2 billion recorded during the same period Last year.
1: Auditing and accounting firm KPMG is predicting a positive growth rate for Ghana's economy next year. The forecast is based on some expected inflow of funds, which is likely to stabilize local currency and spare confidence in the business environment. Speaking to journalists on its 2024 pre-budget survey, partner for deal advisory at KPMG, Evan Sassari, disclosed that growth. Will return to pre covid levels.
2: Believe very strongly that Ghana is on a path um, to recovery. Okay, from the economic challenges and turbulence that we've experienced over the last few months, um, we've seen um, real GDP growth in the region of three percent thereabout for the second quarter. If it continues to the end of this year. What it means is that we, we are likely to double uh, real GDP growth that we've targeted at 1.5%. So 2024 seems to be quite um, a year that we anticipate a lot of the uh, policies to have the real effect and impact that we have. Um, businesses should still have confidence. Okay, in in the economy, the these times are challenging, but we know that once we see a bit of light at the end of the tunnel, it means that we'll get through this, okay, this economic difficulties, um, and then we'll come out um, as a very strong and robust and resilient economy. Um, We expect growth to be gradually inching up to the pre-COVID era sometime. We know that our debt sustainability issues are being addressed. Okay, once we get external creditors and all that to come to the party, and then we know that yes, now we have addressed all these um, challenges that we are facing. So, we are hopeful with the launch of this Ghana Mutual Prosperity Dialogues um, by the Minister of Finance. We believe that it will be a platform for private sector and public sector to engage. Okay, and then for us to to to, to Joy, joy, and see how best we can all help to get the economy back on its foot. I think I'll leave with some other comments. um, You know, that businesses also felt that look, there needs to be certainty, there needs to be clarity in the business environment for there to be confidence in the economy. So these are critical to drive the economy.
1: Rating agency Fitch has indicated that Ghana's public debt will decline to 87% in relation to the size of the economy at the end of 2023 from 89% in 2022. Fitch expects this will be partly offset by 33% year-on-year CD depreciation compared with the end of 2022. Reacting to this development, economist Dr. Patrick state stated that, despite the rate of reduction being minimal, it's significant to the economy and it cannot be overlooked.
3: Of course, it's only uh, three percentage points, but I think it's, it's important that we need to see some progress for the reforms that we've been doing. So, uh, in terms of where this is coming from, I think the fiscal consultation itself, you know, wouldn't have been expected to achieve that much. But because of the debt restructuring that we are doing, I think the debt should come down. Don't forget that when we finish the current program, we are supposed to hit around 55 uh, percent or so. Uh. So it is a step by a small step compared to where we have to reach by the end of the program. Um. Is that to say that it is insignificant, irrespective of the fact that yes, um, it's playing a major role? I would not say it's insignificant. If, if we were not doing these consolidations, I'm sure we wouldn't have been collecting that much revenue and we would have been spending more. So it's not like we would have been at 90% and suddenly we are, we are going to be at 87%, no. Mm. Now, this is based on updated information So based on updated information You should read this as meaning that We are probably going to cut the deficits A little bit more than we thought At the start of the year
1: Finance Minister Ken Uferiata has hinted that the Executive Board of the International Monetary Fund is expected to deliberate on Ghana's approval for the second tranche disbursement of the extended credit facility in the third week of November. My colleague James Ishen has more in the following report.
5: Minister, the government remains optimistic that the official creditor committee in the Paris Club will reach an agreement towards the signing of an MOU to pave the way for the 2nd tranche disbursement of $600 million. Speaking at the Made in Ghana Mutual Prosperity Dialogues, the finance minister pointed out that the period between now and the end of the year is critical for Ghana to chart a path toward economic stability. expectation
6: is that the fund will go for a board meeting maybe the third week of november and hopefully um with the occ or the Paris club bringing a memorandum of understanding uh, we should be able to clear Um, for the second um, disbursement. Um, This period between now and year-end are critical. We do have um, the budget, November 15th. We have the IMF board meeting, November 22nd. Uh, In between here, we are negotiating with the IPPs to get stability in our energy sector. Uh, We pray that this will be done um, by end of November. And we also initiated discussions with Eurobond investors and gave them broad contours of what we would like to see. Um, they have also brought us
5: um, some illustrative scenarios. The finance minister also said government will roll out a growth strategy to complement Ghana's macro fiscal reforms under the IMF program to support business growth in its 2024 budgets." Going forward, our objective will be to recalibrate our
6: approach so we can do more with the private sector. To deepen this effort, we are broadening the collaboration to bring all of us, the private sector, both foreign and local, development partners, labour and government, closer to foster an intimate partnership going forward. Hence, the forum which we have named the Ghana Mutual Prosperity Dialogue is not merely a one-off event, but a platform for ongoing dialogue and engagement between all stakeholders.
5: The Ghana Mutual Prosperity Dialogues aim to recalibrate government's approach to deepening collaboration with the private sector, development partners, labour and government to foster intimate partnerships. James H.N. reports for Joy Business.
1: Away from the fiscals and to nuclear energy, the government of Ghana says it has identified nuclear energy as the most reliable alternative energy source to ensure energy security. The country over the years has relied on hydro and thermal energy as its main source of energy. However, as the country's energy demand is projected to rise, President Ekufwadu has commenced negotiations on the best vendor of nuclear technology To
7: Ghana, there's more in this report. Ghana is hosting the first international framework for nuclear energy cooperation since the COVID-19 pandemic. The conference is bringing together countries seeking to leverage nuclear technology to promote energy security. Many African governments envision nuclear energy as a key element in their future energy strategies to address climate change and to enhance energy security. Alicia Duncan is Chairperson of the Framework.
3: And IFNEC was actually founded here in Ghana. So now we are fortunate to be able to come back to this great continent to have this important discussion as we look at the current challenges facing us globally of climate and energy security and how we may work together to solve those commonly shared challenges. We know that there are many challenges facing our countries as they look towards nuclear readiness. And on the continent of Africa, we see it as an important opportunity for the IFNEC members, which include many advanced nuclear countries as well as those countries considering nuclear as those as well as those developing their nuclear programs.
7: Ghana, as host country for this year's ministerial conference, reveals that it is exploring partnerships that will advance the country's nuclear infrastructure. This is due to the country's ever-expanding and increasing energy demand. Ghana's Minister for Environment, Science and Technology, Dr. Kwekwe Tells join us that President Kufwado is engaged in consultations to inform the technical direction of Ghana's nuclear energy program.
8: But we are not far behind. We are in phase two. We are using the IAEA guidelines. That one, we have no issues with the international community. So phase two means we have gone into, we set up regulatory bodies, entities, we have even had a site. We have three-size currently in Ghana, cannot disclose it now. We are torn between using uh, small modular nuclear reactors and then the, the classical one. That decision will be made currently before cabinet. So we've built up our capacity, Ghana uh, Atomic Energy Commission. It's not every country in Africa which has those entities. So when it comes to re- regulation, when it comes to deployment and whatnot. We we are ready. We have the technical manpower. To the extent that we even some to other
7: countries. As an emerging economy, there are concerns that Ghana may not possess significant capabilities that will pave the way for the country to go nuclear. However, Deputy Director General of the Nuclear Energy Agency... ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la
0: libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500 hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
7: Dr. Gail Marcos says the country has sufficient intellectual infrastructure that will pave way for a successful implementation of the program.
8: Uh, what I have seen and understood thus far is that um, there is a very strong core of people in Ghana um, that have excellent training and technical areas related to nuclear energy. Um, The structures are coming into place um, a regulatory organization that understands nuclear safety. It is one thing to um, invite another country to come in to build a nuclear power plant for you. Um, Anybody can do that. But to take the responsibility to understand the technology um, to make choices um, to decide that you're not going to rely on one technology supplier, but you want to have the ability to do multiple. That's where Ghana is right now.
7: By many definitions, nuclear energy is not renewable. But in terms of climate change, nuclear energy production does not release greenhouse gases, hence its classification as a low-carbon fuel. African
1: island nation Sao Tome and Principe is seeking to leverage Ghana's ports and harbor infrastructure both countries have advanced negotiation that will see increased cooperation in freight and other related activities receiving a government delegation from Sao Tome and Principe transport minister Kweku Ofori Asiamah says he's looking for fruitful negotiations that will yield mutual benefits for all countries involved
7: Adelino Rosa Cardoso is leading a high delegation from the Ministry of Infrastructure, Natural Resources and Environment of the Republic of South Thome and Principe to assess Ghana's port infrastructure. Both countries are seeking to increase cooperation, especially in the areas of fruit and other related transport sectors. And other related transport sectors. Ghana's Minister. For transport, Kweku Ofori Esiyama who received the delegation, indicates Ghana's readiness to scale up international collaboration that will boost investments.
9: When I was in New York with the President in the UN General Assembly, the the, the Prime Minister of Satomi had a meeting with us and expressed uh, his intention that Satomi should have a very strong task. Ghana in terms of port area. So they want to use Ghana as first port of entry so that they will use here as a federal distribution to Satomi. By doing so, they, need to have, they want to have some infrastructure facility as our port is concerned. So he's here to embrace himself with our port infrastructure. Like I said in my intro, that we have one of the most sophisticated ports in the world today. The MPS port is one of the best ports that we can ever have. So he will, he, will, he will have a look at it. And I also said that Takwadi Port was built in 1928. The draft was 8.3 meters. So you couldn't attract any huge investment. So when President took over, he made it a point that, look, we need to bring Takwadi up to international standard. So now we give a contract to a Ghanaian company, Ibistek. They built a new container multipurpose terminal to the... Draft of 60 meters, which can compete in any other port in the world. So, you also have a look at Takwadi port. We have a new Dabok jetty, very automated, completely automated, no manual work. We have oil and gas, one of the most sophisticated new oil and gas terminal also at Takwadi. So, Takwadi port, I can say that is a new port, but the name is old because everything in today, as I'm talking, is new. It's a modern infrastructure we have in Takwadi. So, you also have a look at Takwadi. Then we can sit down Then make it, then we can, the two of them.
2: Macy's one day sale is going on now with great deals of the day on the perfect fall updates for your wardrobe and your home. Like 40 to 60% off comfy PJs and robes she'll love, 40% off boots and shoes, and get 55% off holiday dinnerware and decor. Macy's Star Rewards members can earn faster during Star Money bonus days. Details at slash Star Money. Savings off sale and clearance prices exclusions apply.
9: As we took a decision. Whether Satomi is going to use Takradi or they the wisdom at their point of entry.
7: Adelino Rosa Cardoso, while expressing confidence in Ghana's ports and harbor, says his visit to Ghana also provides more opportunities to explore partnerships in other areas of cooperation, such as tourism.
10: Ghana became important for South Tome because uh, uh, it is uh, uh, maybe 2025 20, uh, years we have a relationship with uh, Ghana, but we have a re- relationship about the transport, uh, especially the uh, air and transport. Now you want to to discuss about another areas. You go to discuss about the port. Because the uh, location of the Ghana country is very good to have the relationship. Because our uh, location also, uh, we have uh, uh, a good condition uh, uh, to develop uh, the the relationship about the the, the uh, and uh, we think also to. To, to speak about another areas, uh, for example, uh, our country, they proposed the condition for the tourism. So we need also the, the people from Ghana to come to South Tome to visit the South Omen and enjoy the South country because we have a beautiful island.
7: The South Ome and Principe delegation will visit Tema and Takradi ports later this week to apprise themselves with the level of advancement in Ghana's ports.
1: You're still watching Business Life with me, Emma Davis. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back.
4: Every day, people have money in agencies. In- emergency. Mommy, chop money, emergency. emergency. Emergency, emergency. Catch it.
6: I'm your ready. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, challenge, and enjoyment. At the top five, we got Dial
4: start 770 hash for all your money emergencies
2: and chop life. Dial start 770 hash for money emergencies and get easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs. ECOBANK THE PAN AFRICAN BANK
1: WELCOME Acting Commissioner of the National Insurance Commission. Kofiando has announced that it is developing an agricultural insurance fund to serve as a derisking tool for farmers. According to him, developing the right model to make agricultural insurance policies affordable as well as building the capacity of insurance to deliver tailored services will be crucial for the growth of the sector. There is more in this report.
11: As we gather here to mark the signing of a memorandum of understanding between the National Insurance Commission and PolicyLink Ghana. This agreement is a significant step in our collective commitment to address the unique challenges faced by our agricultural sector and the need for adequate risk protection for our farmers. Agriculture is the backbone of our nation. It sustains the livelihoods of a majority of our population and contribute significantly to our economy. However, this critical sector faces a multitude of risks, including unpredictable weather patterns, pests, and diseases, which can jeopardize the livelihood of farmers and food security. It is incumbent upon us to find innovative solutions that offer financial protection to those feed our nation. The establishment of an Agricultural Insurance Fund represents a significant step in this direction. The Agricultural Insurance Fund is a statutory fund that is established by the Insurance Act, Act 1061-2021 um, to help to make premiums, agricultural insurance premiums more affordable, to develop the logistics needed to deliver agricultural insurance to train and build the capacity of the human resources that are involved in delivering agricultural insurance and to promote the deployment of technology in that space. The fund is made up of reps from the National Insurance Commission, the Ghana Insurance Association, the Ministry of Finance and Ministry of Agriculture.
1: in the Greek space the month of october is known for creating awareness on an array of issues the Greek sector is not left out as the united nations food and agriculture organization has earmarked october 16 as world food day i have been engaging the country representative dr yadi yasmi on the strides made to end hunger 16th
12: of october was the founding date of FAO in 1945, just after the World War II. Now we commemorate the 16th of October as the World Food Day
1: what we refer to as hunger can be experienced in different ways at its essence it is a painful sensation caused by not eating enough food the inability to obtain food in the face of hunger is a grievous violation of right to food but many people who are not hungry may be food insecure this means they may be forced to reduce the quality or quantity of food they eat Per the prevalence of undernourishment indicator, 735 million people faced hunger in 2022. The United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization, FAO, has taken upon itself to rid the world of hunger and malnutrition. Here is country representative to Ghana, Dr. Yedi Yasmi, outlining some measures taken to ensure that Ghana's contribution to the global hunger index reduces.
12: What FAO have been doing is working hand in hand with the government to build Good policies, good agricultural policies, to build capacities of the agri-food systems in Ghana, and to work together through various projects, for example through projects on food security, on nutrition, on fisheries, on forestries, and on livestocks
1: data from the 2020 that 15.1 million people were food insecure in ghana the country risks the number increasing but fao says it is implementing a new technology to keep farmers afloat to continue filling the bread baskets
12: but the weather patterns has changed which causes a lot of challenges for our agriculture in this case we need to bring in knowledge, science and innovation to our agriculture. How can we, for example, introduce drought tolerant varieties of soybeans, of maize? Because water is becoming scarce. Secondly, you know, water is not available every time. In northern Ghana, the rainy season is only once. People or farmers can only produce one cycle per year, unlike in southern Ghana, where we can produce two crops per year. So in this case, you know, one of the innovation that FAO is bringing in is to introduce uh, green technologies of irrigation, what we call solar panel irrigation.
1: Government's flagship program, Planting for Food and Jobs, is aimed at transforming Ghana's agriculture by increasing food production to enhance food security. Some analysts have criticized the impact of the initiative. But here's what FAO, a policymaker, had to say about the program.
12: There are a lot of thought behind these uh, programs. Government has clear ideas of what to be produced, how much, and how. government has also put the system of the uh, input credit systems working with uh, aggregators.
1: The full interview will air tomorrow at 6 p.m. on the Joy News channel. And that's how we end Business Live today with me, Emma Davis. For more news, do log on to myjoyonline.com. Good evening.